Ask Sherwin-Williams during the March Spring Sale, March 15th through the 25th, and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And, of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Stop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. episode four. So today I'm going to talk about overthinking. I'd venture to guess you probably know what I'm referring to here. It's that feeling like your brain has too many tabs open. You might label yourself a professional overthinker or say that you tend to overthink your overthinking. Now, personally, I I call overthinking the art of creating problems that aren't even there. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about why I think it's a complete waste of time and offer up some practical strategies to help you shut it off once and for all. And these are strategies that have been really effective in my life, and I think that they could probably help you too. Now, before I get into it, just a quick reminder to tap the subscribe button in iTunes. I feel like I'm starting to sound like one of those YouTubers, right, who's always like, smash the like button. But I do these episodes Mondays and Wednesdays, and if you do hit subscribe, you'll get them right as they're released so then you can listen whenever it's convenient for you it also helps the show grow which is great and i'd love to reach more people so if you hit subscribe uh i'll appreciate you thank you so let's get into it so overthinking you know do you find yourself wishing that you can kind of just get out of your head that you can unsubscribe from your own thoughts for a short period of time I think that overthinking things is a pretty relatable experience. Maybe you're like me, you lie in bed at night to go to sleep and kind of every awkward, embarrassing memory experience from the past 10 years comes streaking in your mind and just won't turn off. Or maybe you're also like me and that sometimes you just can't stop overanalyzing certain problems in life or professional settings or scenarios. You know, cards on the table, I overthink things. Or rather, I used to overthink things, that's the key. I've always tended to be quite analytical and detail-oriented in a professional setting. But when it started to kind of seep into my personal life, it became really frustrating. I used to say to myself verbally, like out loud, like just put it to rest case, turn your brain off for a second. 
And we all have busy brains, busy minds. And as we progress through our 20s and 30s, our minds are filled with more and more, um, you know, more and more serious matters that have impact on our lives in ways that we might not even realize. And while you might think that, in, you know, instead of avoiding those thoughts and those responsibilities that are floating in your mind, you might think that analyzing them and working out details, working out solutions is the mature approach. I found that this is really draining on you. And as I've progressed in my career and age, I just turned 30, the things on my mind are drastically different than those of years prior. And as they've increased in significance and importance and how long they'll last in my life, I found the need to consciously separate myself from them to be even more uh, important. And I identified this a couple years ago. I kind of realized what was going on with my overthinking. And as a result, I I developed and put into practice a series of habits that have really allowed me to rest my mind, that have allowed me to actively control my thoughts. You know, simply put, I've I've learned how to stop overthinking. So for this episode, I'm going to take you through just eight quick ways that I've learned to control my thoughts that have enabled me to limit how often I overthink things. So the first one is this, and I'm going to spend um, more time on this one because I think it's, it's very important. It's had a lot of impact on my life. Um, so I want you to realize something, and maybe you've heard this before, but it's that worrying is like praying for something you don't want to happen. Now, whenever I'm confronted with kind of the burden of my own thoughts, I, I turn to the wisdom of Iron Man, of Robert Downey Jr., because he said this, and I found it incredibly helpful when my worries kind of start to get the best of me. You know, understanding this, that worrying is like praying for something you don't want to happen. This relieves a lot of the pressure of my thoughts and kind of the potential repercussions of whatever I'm considering. Um, you know, maybe if you're into analogies, worrying is a lot, is a lot like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't take you anywhere. You know, I think, you know, remind yourself of this and make an attempt to shift the perspective of your thoughts. Now, granted, a lot of this comes down to whether you're intrinsically glass half full, glass half empty kind of person. But I found that with enough effort and consistency, you really can train your mind to focus on positive perspectives of most scenarios. Instead of allowing your mind to continue to focus on what could go wrong, focus on what might go right. Obviously, that's very cliche, but adopting this perspective it's not going to it's not going to prevent you from overthinking or worrying, right? We're all human. But it, what it will do, it will allow you to lessen the force and control that your thoughts have on you so that the practices that I'm about to outline after this one will have greater impact in staying power in your life. You know, and anecdotally, if you're listening to this podcast and you know me personally as a, as a friend or just in passing or you've worked with me, I think one of the first things that you might say or that people in general say about me is that I don't worry about things. Now, I've adapted my thinking over the years, and truth be told, I really do think I hardly let things bother me. Now, certainly, I definitely get down on myself all the time. I certainly have negative thoughts, but I don't let overthinking things um, impact me emotionally so much as it used to. Um, You know, I think if you don't know me and you were just to observe me, I do tend to joke around a lot. I make a lot of over-the-top comments when I'm making decisions, giving advice, thinking through problems, whatever it may be. But this is kind of the result of me realizing this point that I just made that worrying is giving energy to something that you don't want to happen. More so for me, it's a reflection of what I mentioned actually in the last episode uh, on developing self-confidence. I've developed a lot of self-confidence as a result of developing my self-esteem, right? My realization that I have a lot to offer myself and the world. So definitely go ahead and listen to that episode if you haven't already. But I leveraged the lessons in there on self-confidence to really 
force myself to return to the realization that I'm capable and that I have momentum in life and overthinking things, overthinking problems or considering negative outcomes for prolonged periods of time. It just doesn't fit into that equation, that equation anymore. And my confidence in myself and my worth and my vision kind of allows me to stay above it, to float above it. It allows me to realize that it really serves no purpose because confidence creates positivity and optimism. And that erodes creeping negativity that overthinking definitely encourages you. So, you know, simply put, don't give energy to things that you don't want to happen, right? Use your innate sense of self-worth and confidence and self-esteem to energize yourself um, to keep moving. So that's the first point. I think that's pretty foundational, everything I'm going to outline here. But my second point is something much, much more simpler. And it's a bit of a pivot, but it's, it's practical and something that I'm sure you already do, or rather, I hope you do. Certainly, it's, it's exercise. Now, whenever I find myself overthinking, I try to remove myself from that scenario that's setting as fast as I can. And I usually turn to the gym to do that. The best way I found to take um, your mind off something is to turn your mind and your senses to something else that, that sucks plainly said, right? Like the pain and discomfort of exercise, you know? So I'd encourage you to head to the gym, find a challenging workout. I found that the feelings of, of exertion and exhaustion and fatigue will take your mind off your problems. You know, pick something that requires coordination, mental concentration, a bit of endurance. It, because in my experience, this combination resets your mind. It leaves you more clear-sighted, less weighed down, right? So I found that to be really effective. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the March Spring Sale, March 15th through the 25th, and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And, of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Stop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Even though, so that might work for some people, but there's other people, you know, simply going to work out, you're a chronic overthinker, you're not going to be able to stop overthinking. My third strategy is to be more mindful, to be more present. Now, sometimes when you're overthinking something, you really can't escape that cycle of your own thoughts. It's because you don't realize that they're actually controlling you because you're not active in your own mind. You're in this kind of lean back mode. And as a result, your mind is leading the charge. So I I think it's time that you wore the pants in the relationship with your mind, right? Um, And I find that the, the best way to do this is to become more mindful and more aware. 
And there's a lot of different ways. I'm sure there's a lot of ton of books on this, but I found for myself practically, there's a really simple practice that you could do to do this. It, it takes like two or three minutes. So here's what I recommend, you know, stop whatever you're doing, sit down wherever you are, it could be in your apartment, on the street, in the office, and just focus on your breathing. Just be aware of the way that your body reacts to your breathing. And do this for two to three minutes and just observe everything around you, your surroundings. Maybe it's the sky, maybe it's the floor of your apartment, maybe it's the people walking by, whatever it may be. Just focus on your breathing for two to three minutes and just observe everything around you. And while this might seem a bit silly, you might feel a bit self-conscious. I found that it allows me to really regain control of my mind because I'm absorbing myself in the elements that are influencing it. You're actively telling your mind what to notice. You're retaking control and you're telling it which stimuli to pay attention to. And kind of like exercise, this new focus of input allows you to reset your mind. And that's exactly what you need to do when you're overthinking things. Now, beyond exercise and mental tricks like that, I found that a big reason that I no longer overthink things to the extent that I used to is because I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm always doing something, but in a good way. So my fourth point is to get a, get a hobby. And by hobby, I mean a creative outlet. And this has always done the trick for me. I've, obviously, I'm, I've always been a big proponent for having a consistent creative outlet, whether that's whatever, maybe painting, blogging, designing, coding, writing, whittling furniture, whatever it may be. You know, it serves two purposes. Certainly it provides a means to create, think individually, kind of nurture that cognitive function of, of creation. But more importantly, it provides an escape. And when your thoughts are really overwhelming you, I, I'd really encourage you to turn to a creative outlet and immerse yourself in it. Immerse yourself in the skills of it that it requires, the coordination, the repetition, you know, turn your, your mind to the, the challenge of your chosen craft and away from the thoughts or worries that are chasing you. It can be even as simple as a video game, something that just requires coordination that you can do consistently. I found that to be really effective. And, you know, kind of on, on that idea of, of consistency, another one that I found that is very effective is, is consistent meditation. And that's my fifth idea. I think you probably agree that meditation is kind of all the rage nowadays because technology has really enabled us to take kind of what has previously been seen as a mystical craft and, and modernized it, right? We could do it in, on our phone in an app. Um, but meditation can help a lot. Kind of like my point previously on, on mindfulness, practice meditation can reset your mind in great ways and can leave you feeling unburdened and refreshed just because it's literally, you're literally doing nothing and that can help reset your mind. And this differs from what I just described with that kind of two to three minute tactic that you could do anywhere, anytime, right? With meditation, you want to be in a calm, quiet, soothing environment um, from there. And I think I'm going to do another uh, episode on meditation, but I'd recommend picking up an app like Headspace or Calm and just practicing it. But I found it to be a great means to reset your mind. My sixth point are, is goals. I think anecdotally, I found that the more goal oriented I've become, the more I've found myself able to separate things in my life that matter from those that do not matter. When I find myself overthinking small, somewhat mundane things, I turn to these big goals that I've set for myself. And it really puts things into perspective for me. Because when you have tangible goals that you work towards, they cause you to be more mindful of the things that you're worrying about and overanalyzing. It's kind of like you, when you have large goals, they, are, they kind of 
you know, are a lighthouse in your life. And as a result, the smaller items will be just that smaller. Um, and you know, these big goals, that lighthouse will allow you to separate them from your mind, give them less hold over you and just kind of relax. So, you know, should you find yourself overthinking and you have these big goals set for yourself, I'd recommend just turning towards working towards them. You know, maybe you, you sell t-shirts online or whatever, and you want to create a seven, eight figure business. If you find yourself overthinking small life details, just absorb yourself in those goals in that work. I, you know, I'm not encouraging you to, to overwork yourself, but it's really done great things for me to really help separate my mind from those small things, put things into perspective and kind of reset everything. So that's my sixth point. Now, uh, none of, not all these things are super effective for every person. Some of us are like really, really overthinkers. And when I call these kind of aces up your sleeve, right? When none of these work, I found that just doing something that creates positive energy in the moment can be really effective. And that's my seventh point. I call it just do whatever feels right, whatever the heck it is. It's kind of along the same lines of exercise, you know, doing a mental exercise to regain control of your thoughts. Um, it's this idea of filling your mind with new intentional stimuli. Um, so in this case, you know, go, just go nuts, like whatever, maybe get up, walk outside, go heck go watch a comedy go eat something sweet blast some music do the laundry just something that can um you know put new stimuli in your in your brain and kind of reset it right i found that to be um you know really really effective now if you're a really bad overthinker and none of these are working you know if if you if you think that your overthinking is incapable of being treated with any of the kind of these practices that i've outlined i found that one of the best ways to get out of your head is to get those thoughts out of your head. And that's my final suggestion. Um, just get them out. And I do this by writing them down. I think simply writing things down that you're overthinking, that you're thinking about, that you're overanalyzing can help get them out once and for all. Um, but in order to do so, you really first have to listen. You don't just write down what you think you want to hear. You really need to actively listen to what's on your mind, what it's truly telling you. You know, really just focusing on each thought in your head as it appears and reappears and reappears and reappears. Write them down as if they're kind of speaking to you. And once you've written them down, you can kind of address each one literally out loud. I'm a big proponent of talking to myself and that might sound a little crazy like you're having a conversation with yourself, but in reality, that's exactly what you're doing. You're addressing your thoughts head on. You're engaging them in kind of a discourse and then you're concluding the conversation. You're, you're wrapping it up. You're putting a bow on it and you're, you're putting it under a tree. You're done with it. And to me, that's how you silence your thoughts. I found that to be a really effective strategy. Boom. So that's it. I hope that was helpful for episode four uh, on overthinking. So if you've gotten this far and you're still listening, I definitely appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Uh, if you can make sure, again, if you're subscribed, that you're subscribed to the podcast and iTunes, that'd be great. If you could also take 30 seconds and drop a five-star review, quick one-sentence review um, on the podcast, you can do that down below. That would be amazing and I would really appreciate it. If you want to chat, again, you could always DM me on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. Love chatting about anything, um, you know, questions, advice, whatever it may be. Um, we could do it there. So that's it. So don't overthink it. Just do it <laughs> if you want. I appreciate you. Um, so that's all I got. Episode four. I'm out. I'm out.